Good afternoon. It's June 22nd, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Democrats control both houses of the Congress as well as the presidency. You would think that they would get on one page and speak with one voice. You would think they would coordinate their messages and try to find some solutions to the problems facing the voting public. But they don't seem to be able to do that. Today, President Biden said he would support a 90-day suspension of the federal gas tax. Now, that's going to save you about 14 cents a gallon. Now, you would normally expect the Democrats in Congress to immediately announce they support this move and they will get it passed. But instead, it got a lukewarm reception from the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who said, quote, We will see where the consensus lies on a path forward for the President's proposal in the House and Senate. Building on the strong bills to lower prices at the pump already passed by the House Democrats, including the Consumer Fuel Price Gouging Prevention Act and the Lower Food and Fuel Costs Act. Now, what she means with this statement is they would rather bash the oil companies than give consumers any break. But being realistic, this is like a drop in the ocean when it comes to what you're paying for gas. And other Democrats question the move as well. Richard Neal, a Democrat from Massachusetts, the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, and that's the tax committee in the House, said, quote, the challenge on the gas tax is, is the savings really going to flow to the consumer or is it going to be pocketed by the oil companies? End quote. So if they don't drop the price immediately and then when prices continue to rise, they'll say it's the oil companies didn't pass it on and blame them. So what is this? Again, it's blaming the oil companies for the increase. Once again, Biden absolves himself of any blame or responsibility for the increase in gas prices. And of course, he's not going to offer more oil and gas leases in the, in the areas that are known to be productive. Instead, they point to the existing leases where some of that oil production is marginal. Then we have to understand that by suspending the federal gas tax, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. Those funds are deposited in the National Highway Trust Fund and are used to build repair roads around the country. If you take that money away, and it amounts to billions of dollars, it has to be replaced by other tax money, so we're either going to increase other taxes or just add to the deficit, which is already over $30 trillion. In the same announcement, Biden called on the states to suspend their fuel taxes. And the state tax are actually higher than the federal tax. They average about 26 cents a gallon. And that would leave them on the short end of funds to build and repair state roads. Once again, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Pure and simple, this is a public relations gimmick and nothing more. Biden wants to appear that he's doing something, but in reality, he's doing nothing that might actually work. If he truly wanted to lower the price of gas, he would realize that the only way to accomplish this is to increase supply so that it exceeds demand. That's basic economics. That means sending clear messages to oil producing companies that they will not engage in attacking the industry with legislation and regulations that are intended to eliminate fossil fuels and move the nation to renewables. Absent that signal, they cannot find money to be invested in new production. From the outset, it has been the mission of Joe Biden to eliminate fossil fuels. During the campaign, he promised a young girl that he would accomplish that goal. And it was in New Hampshire where he said, quote, I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuels. He did that throughout the campaign. And here are some of his comments. Quote, we are going to get rid of fossil fuels, end quote. Quote, when talking about oil company executives, he said, quote, we should put them in jail, end quote. And Biden also endorsed a carbon tax on the American people, which would force households to pay much higher gasoline, heating, and cooling bills. Now, I can go on and on with his statements while campaigning as the president. So I ask you, 
Would you invest in an industry when the leader of the nation keeps saying he wants to put you out of business? I wouldn't. And the day would not be normal without Biden blaming Putin for the gas increase. Once again, from others in the government, undercut his rhetoric. Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, when asked today if Putin and his invasion of Ukraine was the reason we have inflation. Joe or someone in the White House must not have checked with the Fed because Powell contradicted him. Senator Bill Haggerty, a Republican of Tennessee, asked Powell, quote, given how inflation has escalated over the past 18 months, would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? And Powell responded, quote, no, inflation was high before, certainly before the war in Ukraine broke out. So here's the real issue, and I will close with this. Real leaders are people that step up to the plate and accept responsibility for problems under their watch. Biden needs to become a leader and acknowledge that a lot of the causes for the current inflation and high gas prices are a direct result and reaction to his policies. If he won't do that, then you'll realize he is not a leader, not someone that could, should be president of the United States, but just another politician who blames all the problems on someone else and says, vote for me. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.